0: It's very good, although Lady Exercise showed up last night with an Aussie accent, and I'm really perplexed.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Lori laughs so hard. And for people who don't know, uh, Lady Exercise, a.k.a. Uh, my partner Lori in crime, um, mm-hmm. has gone to an island where the beauty shops have closed since last year, and she had to, wait, wait, wash her own hair. Oh, no. Oh, no. He didn't bring a brush, Twice. she doesn't have a comb, she doesn't have shampoo, and she doesn't know how to style it. That was hysterical, Lori. I just showed it to the gang here. We laughed so hard. Oh, my God. We I laughed. wasn't
0: sure if it, if it was good, because Casey didn't laugh until the heard, very end. I heard, I heard him <laughs> laughing. Yeah. yeah, a little Florence They're used years. to us, it.
1: Lori, these people. Uh, right. They're I used know to it. us. I
0: was, I was, though, I thought it was so funny that Florence Pugh's baby... Whisper bangs oh. were from the back of her ponytail.
1: <laughs> her hair made me go crazy. I went crazy about her hair that night, but that's just, that was her Oscar look. That was her look. Yeah, so anyway, I hope Lady Exercise can capture the
0: more more Moira-like accent. I don't know where the, exor- you were where funny. the Aussie thing. Give yourself Thank a you. break. It was funny. I laughed.
1: And I'm okay, her. You know, I know you. So I'm used you, to your accent. That, <laughs> that is true. That is true. I saw a very cute photo of you with was that a darling lab it in your arms what kind of a dog was that grant newfoundland it was a newfie so oh, a newfie it was bring your puppy to work day and that was crewy of motley crew and second hounds does this that they do um office puppy parties to get people oh. ex- to get exposure so they how many were here like 6 I mean, there were a lot of these puppies. They've all been adopted, but Brittany came in with the secondhand hound oh. folks. And literally, Lori, you would have gone crazy. Every single department from Hubbard Broadcasting, Inc. was in our area today during, oh, you know, the quality prep time. But it was really fun. The, it was just, I mean, that puppy's cute. Makes you want to hold oh, my one, friend, but not
0: get one. Yeah, my friend Kelly, Kelly, Kelly has a Newfoundland, a oh. new fee.
1: Isn't that a like
2: Grant third... you have? You no, know, I have I mean, an Irish Wolfhound. Oh. Another another big breed, but they're a
0: little another bit...
1: Another big one. Yeah. Another big one. Yep. Laurie? The thing I know about Newfies is
0: you never have to worry about anyone drowning around a Newfie because they're water rescue dogs. That's their purpose. They
2: float. Yeah. We learned that today. We, they, they talked float. about, for some reason, they can float.
1: Oh, I love knowing that. Yeah, it's cool. Because I always yeah, get scared so... when our labs used to come at us in the water. I'm like, get away. You're going to take me down. But they, they right. could swim. They could swim. Okay, so randomly, Lori, this morning, uh, Pookie, our mm-hmm. friend, sends me her montage that shows up. You know how you get memories. 13 years ago today was when um, the very first annual uh, Dancing with the Twin Cities Celebrities happened <laughs> for to support Susan G. Komen. And it was at the Minneapolis Hilton, and it was Saturday night, March 13th. And um, Elizabeth Reese was the MC from Twin Cities Live. The judge, mm-hmm. our colleague Jason Matheson, was one of them, and the dancer okay. was your very own Julia Cobb's. And mm-hmm. I won. And remember how you much did. fun that night was? Well, for me, it was amazing. It was amazing. So it was a that was a fun. And the people that I danced against were um, who's the mayor of Minneapolis jacob uh, uh, fry jacob, jacob mm-hmm. fry sarah hicks from the minnesota orchestra i think todd walker john hansen yes. that used to be the co-host of twin cities live and then um miss minnesota brooke kilgraf but i just thought and that did you huh? did you do the cha-cha or the no salsa? i did the salsa yeah and david so and, and you arthur murray cute- Arthur Murray Dance Studio, Minneapolis, Edina, St. Yes. Paul. Mm-hmm. They were so wonderful. That was a fun that you guys in dancing is a way to keep your memory, just a shout out to people who go to Arthur Murray or other dance places. It's really a wonderful experience. I had so much fun. I had fun. So that was kind of fun to I see better that do today. the hookie
0: lao tonight. There
1: you go. You better do it. You better do it. No, your dress
0: was so cute. Well, it was the I woman mean, the salsa
1: outfits are
0: really good. Well,
1: it was the woman that um was part of the Arthur Murray Dance Studio in Edina, and I can't remember her name, and it's driving me crazy. She was so lovely to me. She let me wear her outfit, and oh. I got the show the shoes at um, Dance Jeté on Grand, Grand Jeté, where the, they sell all the dance <laughs> shoes on Grand Avenue, and my Gosh. friend Lisa worked there. It was so fun. That was just seemed so long ago, but yet it brought me back. Just yeah. yesterday.
0: That's very fun, and as I
1: recall... You were like you were like dancing for three weeks straight. Oh I loved it. I'd come to go to yeah. dance and then come to work. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it so much. That was so much fun. That was a great experience. And I and just I remember think remember you
0: saying I'm getting taller, I'm getting leaner because oh, you were working on your posture. And my legs.
1: My legs were so <laughs> yes. toned that dancing really it's good for your legs. I could yeah. use it again. <laughs> where, where is it? Where is Start it? dancing so, with your husband, would you? I, I'm going to. So what happened to you guys last night? So you really are doing morning drive in Hawaii, and I'm doing afternoon yes. drive in Minnesota. <laughs> well so said. you're you're doing Jason, Alexis, and Holly's show. So um, what do you do after that, honey? Well, yesterday was kind of a cloudy,
0: rainy day, and Casey was so worn out from his four-hour excursion to Target to get the new microphone right? And Costco to get us supplies. He had a headache and he just, I just said, just, we're just going to stay at our little cottage okay. today and, you know, just take a walk later. And I mean, but I kind of start doing show prep like at about six right. at night mm-hmm. because, you know, the late night stuff has happened. And so I'm able to get stuff done, but um, then I, then I get up at six and, uh, this morning, I you know just had a panic. What if the new microphone doesn't work? Blah oh, blah yeah, blah. But I know. Casey is a very good traveling companion and engineer.
1: <laughs> Our MacGyver <laughs> on the road. Way for yes. Casey. No, that would be stressful. I know that would it be just stressful. Was, but it's all good. Yeah.
0: Um, Isn't that
1: funny that yeah, all so the late had, Lori, the late night shows are done there by six p.m. Well, remember it's five hour ahead. Wow. So.
0: You know, I can kind of, yeah. Isn't I can, that
1: wild when you think about it? That's early oh, over I there. Pray,
0: I'm praying that daylight saving time does not, that we continue to have it. Because you know who's going to get screwed if they make permanent daylight Us, saving time? Minnesota. The Midwest.
1: Lori, it's been so nice. I got home from wherever I was last night. I went on a walk. And I didn't get into like eight fifteen, eight twenty. And the sun was just setting. I yeah, mean, we yeah. are, it is so gorgeous here. We had such a beautiful night last night. But it yeah. would
0: still be dark to you. We No, we need, I need I that. I read a thing in the New York Times that the Midwest gets screwed the most. We'd lose like 220 spring, summer, and
1: autumnal evenings. We don't want that at all. No. Let's just hope it's off the docket with everything else they have to worry about right now. Please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so did you get a hair appointment? Uh, Julia, I'm going to work on that tomorrow. (laughs) I just couldn't deal with it. I jumped in the outdoor shower last night, washed my hair, didn't run a comb through it. I fluffed it and put it up and... Yeah, I've got, like, the frizziest, curliest mass of hair. I, it, I don't even know if the beauty salon will be able to detangle it.
1: Was that Pamela that you had on backwards in your Instagram thing? Uh, Pamela was in the back of my head, and another thing was in the front <laughs> was Like, who is that? It looked like one of dad's toupees. <laughs> I just started to laugh. You're funny, but if you want to go see Lori's cute video or any of the memories, go to Lori oh. and Julia on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah I know it. We've got a full show today. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, guys. And when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. We'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia. Right, gang, it's Julia and Lori here for Hammernix Interior Solutions and Flooring Superstores, and I love catching up sometimes with my little sister on all the latest and greatest in design, furniture, countertops, flooring, everything. But real wood looks are coming back in, um, like you know, I, dare I say, the oak look? It's coming back in in cabinetry and in flooring, and Hammernix has all of the the wood looks. Um, They're warmer, they're richer, they add a little different dimension, and um, just that is back in. And so if you want to kind of see some of the cool stuff, go to HammerNet Exploring Superstores. They're on the west side of town and on the east side of town, and they're open seven days a week. The Nadies family have built this amazing place. Designers are on staff. Installers are on staff if you need them. They do everything soup to nuts. Plus, they give you an upfront 12% discount on all insect flooring. That's Hammernix. Okay, so
0: last night, well, first of all, Seth Rogen was hysterical on um, Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Hysterical.
0: Talking about going to the porn awards in Las Vegas. <laughs> but it was all too terrible to play the audio, the right. categories. So I moved over to uh, Andy Cohen's uh, couch. And, of course, tonight it's going to be hot on there with the Vanderpump Rules uh, people. But last night, SNL star Chloe Fineman, who does amazing impersonations, Jennifer Coolidge. I mean, she's kind of the go-to person. She can just impersonate anybody. Yes, she can. And uh, so this is her talking about uh, Martin Short, I believe.
2: Chloe, KCQ wants to know the best part about having Martin Short and Steve Martin return to SNL to host this season.
1: Oh, they're just sassy little bitches with each other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're really funny together.
2: (laughs) Chloe, Ansel, I, wants to know how you got your Diane Keaton impression so perfect.
1: Um, my mom is Diane Keaton. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say, Steve and Marty gave me so many notes.
2: Oh, really? Yes,
1: they were very protective of Diane. And Yes, they were like, because it was like Diane in beige, and they're like, well, Diane doesn't always wear beige. And, yeah, Martin Ford has the best Diane Keaton impression I've ever oh, seen. Oh,
0: really? Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay, so, yeah, so, I mean, f***, <laughs> man. Yeah, it was great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was just, I don't know. She's I, a delightful. He seems fun. Yeah, yes. she She really is. So she, you know, they talked about some other, you know, SNL stuff. And then um, the Real House Twice of New Jersey, the newbie, Danielle Cabral. She's the blonde. Right. And are you loving her? little kids. I love her. She's the one who was a bodybuilder. And she's just, she's come in hot as a housewife. She, You know, just instant fan favorite. So who knows when we'll see her downfall. But she hasn't spoken to her brother in like four years. So she relates to all this teresa melissa joe all all of that stuff so she's weighed in on it already on the episodes okay but, um here she is really putting it to words what surprised was, you the most about coming on the show
1: how real everything is right how real like i internalized everything that happened he could tell you like so many nights you know, I got affected by a lot. I walked into a lot. Yes, you did. You know, so it was a lot yeah. to take in.
2: Were you surprised at the dynamic between Teresa and Melissa? It's one thing maybe hearing about it or seeing it, but were you surprised stepping into it?
1: You know, you have like, you, you remember everything that went down, but walking into it, it's very real. And you're like, well, I think the most confusing thing is they're both saying the same thing. They just never get on the same page. So, there you, go. you know, walking into it, I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is real.
0: Oh, Laurie. Well, I mean, and it is—it is true. They both always do say the same thing: family is the most important thing. But neither one of them practice it.
1: Yep. At the same you're, time, you're—you're you're exact. That would be the key word, At the same time. Right. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Did you like? So, did you watch last night's episode? No. All right. So you really you're doing you're just doing. Late night, late night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah. missing the shows. You're just doing the wrap ups. <laughs> I'm doing the wrap ups. I would like
0: uh, to be watching uh, some television, but I can't get the, the whole time thing is so
1: crazy. I mean, seriously. So what time is watch what happens live on there like at six o'clock at night?
0: Uh, it would yeah it well five hour new york time so it's six hours so five really oh my gosh that would be weird to
1: get used to watching tv so early and differently so
0: i just we just don't do it yeah yeah i
1: get it i get it
2: oh yeah my buddy except for the go ahead sorry my friend who lives out i have some friends from hawaii because i went to college in san diego they watch you know football for them like you know we're watching it at noon here it's like Like seven in the morning right. out there. there in LA, ten a.m. Right. Yeah, it's it's a weird schedule that you have to adjust to. I'm sure I would not uh, I wouldn't like it, but hey, yeah, it's also Hawaii. So it,
1: it's also Hawaii. <laughs> but it was mad. a it was a murky day in Hawaii for crying out loud. Was it, it, it was
0: a murky day, Julia? But yeah. anyone who's coming here is just going to be delighted at um, how green it is on the Big Island because it has been brown for so long. Good. And a lot of snow up top on Mauna Kea. I got to say the road has been closed like for a week because of icy, windy conditions.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: All right. That's That's something you would expect to hear from a
2: weather report in Hawaii. Yeah, icy, windy conditions. But, yeah, it's a mountain. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, it's 14,000 feet up. Absolutely, yeah. Makes a difference.
1: Did you see your piggy?
0: Oh, yes. Okay, what's the pig's name
1: again? Uh, I call her...
0: Um, okay, you
1: don't even know. Princess
0: st- Palupa Lupa, but she's going to just be the the piggy of Puaco. Princess Piggy <laughs> of Puaco.
1: Piggy of Puaco. Because she lives in
0: Puaco. She's a feral rescued pig. Uh, the little house that we stay at, the guy put a gate up, and he said, I had feral pigs coming in my yard and feral dogs, so I've put in a fence with a latch. And I'm like, oh, good. <laughs>
1: Hmm. oh wow well you had the goat issue too last year
0: you're really oh, living so in a zoo here. oh yeah and casey got chased by three toms <laughs> yesterday complete with the feathers spread <laughs> the turkeys and back. running yeah running straight towards them
1: okay that's so funny <laughs> that is so funny Lori <laughs> oh that's so funny but he he
0: went like at five and it's Quite dark at five in the morning, and this is when the turkeys are coming out. Yes, of it there. is. Don't they roost in the trees or something like that?
1: I have no idea. Don't ask me.
0: Yeah. We don't I think know they they these do.
1: things. I- I I think they roost in low branches. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, I learned that last year. You were the one who kind of taught me that because we were talking about Casey's attraction to turkeys or their attraction to him. They're attracted to him. him. He must have a scent. And I sent you guys that video and I was like, because this is sounding really bad, but I didn't realize turkeys could fly. Never realized that they could fly. And I saw one in my backyard fly up into a tree and I sent it to the two of you and Lori's like, yeah, he's just roosting up in a tree. And I'm like. Well, you learn
0: something new every day. mm -hmm. Louie has a turkey story.
1: I do, but we're not going there. (laughs) I I have a more important story for you, Lori. Tell me. Guess who who has ousted the Labrador as the best breed? The U.S. (gasps) top dog breed. Oh, a French Bulldog. A Bulldog. Mm -hmm. For the first time in decades, the French Bulldog becomes the top U.S. dog breed. They're Mm -hmm. saying why um, it is... Just while for the first time in 31 years, and a laboratory retriever has always been the top spot. And why? The reason is they're comical, friendly, loving dogs. Okay, my physical therapist says she, you know, could lose everyone else but not her dog. She's got a Frenchie that's mm-hmm. a year old. I mean, but jokingly, but apparently... They're just the bomb. They offer a lot in a small package with modest grooming and exercise needs. They don't need to run around a lot. So you don't have to feel like a lazy pet owner if you own one. But the dizzying rise, they weren't even in the top 75 breeds a quarter of a century ago. Um, the Buzzy Little Bulldogs have been targeted, <sighs> though, by thefts. For, you know, we yes. know Lady Gaga. Last mm-hmm. month, there was a fatal shooting of a breeder. Um, there's concern that demand plus the premium that some buyers will pay for the exotic coat colors of these Frenchies is in endangering quick buck breeders and unhealthy dogs. Mm. I mean, they're they're flourishing. Yeah. So they have urged people to not buy buy flat face breeds such as Frenchies because um, they just don't want this. People just want them now. People. Everyone just wants to steal them and do things with them it's a very scary thing do things well, well whatever you do
0: yeah I see yeah, that I mean, the
2: idea of when, when it becomes a, a um, trendy a trendy thing or like you know these 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 full breeds like this tend to have more uh, health issues like the shorter snout face yes. have breathing issues which can bring upon a shorter lifespan so there's all these things with full breeds that come up, and I can see why they're maybe hesitant about that, but hey, it's a popular dog. It
1: is a popular dog. All right, so when we come back, we're going to get some St. Patty's Day love started for everybody with our favorite Irishman. Hey gang, it's Lori and Julie here for First Equity Mortgage, our or mortgage experts, and you know, Lori, we got a ton of new testimonials the other day um, about how much... You know, here's one from Paige. Peter was great. We've already recommended him to friends looking to buy houses. I wouldn't use anybody else. Um, Let's see. Peter is exceptionally responsive, explains things clearly, and very patient. And, you know, that's what you want. You want someone to be your partner and someone who has your best interest always in line. And that's what First Equity does. They're local. They know our market. They've been here 23 years. They're a big-time MyTalk partner and always will make sure that you're getting the best service possible where no question is a dumb question. We just love them, and we love David. And we just... Um, trust them and you will too and with the quick housing market and the how fast homes are buying you want to be prepared go to my talk keyword David thanks for hanging out with us on this home day we are delighted we have Kieran um, Foliard with us and we know Kieran from all over the Twin Cities Lori can you say hi to Kieran Hello, Karen.
3: Hello, Lori. <laughs> it's well for some.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, last we spoke to you, were you, did Redlocks give it a shot, just launched last year? Yes. Well,
3: um, yeah. yeah uh, Thanksgiving of 2021. Yeah. So 14, okay. 15 months.
1: And all right your' this is your day you're our Irishman you're our favorite Irishman in the twin Cities area and your favorite Irish um leprechaun comes with you all the way all the time Molly's here too Laurie and Aww. she Hi, she sent me your itinerary um for St Patty's Day Kieran and so as you know Kieran you had Irish bars you have Irish whiskey you're our Irish guy do you <laughs> feel pressure? on Friday on St. Patty's Day to get everywhere because your itinerary starts at 7:30 a.m. and then it doesn't go you're going to 26 bars by 6:45 you end up at currens
3: Right. How do you
1: do that? Do you have a
3: driver? <laughs> well, I, I've got uh, our local. We do actually have a, a driver. Our uh, president CFO, Greg Gadel, uh, is going to be there with us. And uh, he did a very good job last year. So he's been brought back again this year. So he drives our little mini bus that we've got. And then uh, along with that, we've got Cathy, uh, uh, of course, is Cathy uh, O'Connor. Cathy's uh-huh. from Dublin. And she's one of our ambassadors here that I've got. Uh, and And uh, we've also got a fellow from Donegal, Jerry Diver. And so Jerry is out there as well in the market. The two of them are together right now, and they're listening in on this. Hi, guys. So the biggest job that Greg has is he's got a whistle to get us out of the bar so we can go on to the next one.
1: So so do you just do this bar, bar stampede? I mean, how many people are in a bar? At, well, never mind. They're Irish at 7.30 <laughs> in the morning on St. Patty's Day.
3: Well, uh, We're actually doing it all this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, We've been in accounts uh, already today. And, Laurie, by the way, I was just yes. with Mike at Thomas Liquor, and he said he needs to see you soon. And we're actually doing a tasting at Thomas Liquor in St. Paul, a fabulous store at 4.30 today. But he said he sent his regards to you.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm being shamed right now. The liquor store where everybody knows my name. I haven't been there for like a month.
1: Well, you've been busy. Yeah. You've been busy. I love it. The liquor store. It's not a bar. It's a liquor store. So Greg's
0: biggest everybody job
1: is
3: Witty Swistle getting us out of the places. But really what we're doing for the week is we go to all of these accounts uh, to really say thank you. Yes. Uh, so thank you for the support throughout the year. Uh, we bring them some treats from Bakersfield that we have at the food building in Northeast. We bring them some cinnamon rolls and Irish soda bread. And I brought you some soda bread as well. Molly is going to get your loaf of Irish bread. Oh. Brown bread, I mean, okay, not soda good. bread.
1: We love this. And then the butter. I mean, we go crazy. So, Redlocks um, Irish whiskey. I, where was I at? A new bar bar something on Snelling and St. Paul, and there it is, right? I mean, you're in every bar, so congratulations, because you had already launched a brand and then sold it off, and then now you've launched Red Locks, uh-huh. and is is this, are you having, what's different about this one?
3: Well, it's just a more complex uh, product, nothing wrong with two gingers, but uh, it's a more sophisticated mm-hmm. product. It's age-longer, so it's a four- to six-year-old Irish whiskey. Uh, What is unique about it, 15% is aged in virgin oak, just like bourbon. And then we've got a beautiful sherry cask finish in there and a rye cask finish in there. And so it works really well as a sipping uh, whiskey, Mm -hmm. uh, but also with the rye piece, it ends up doing really well in cocktails.
1: And the price point. I will say yeah. you are priced right tell everybody how much a bottle of
3: this is cuz <laughs> well, it depends where you go but saw it's, so it's everywhere from uh Twenty to probably twenty seven dollars.
1: That's a great price for uh, yeah, an Irish whiskey.
3: To be quite honest with you, it should be priced probably about six seven dollars uh, higher. But we're line priced with the big uh, with the big brand, uh, so that we can get at least that. That's not a barrier that people can say, sure. "Okay." So I'm it's line it. priced with the big guy, and so maybe they try it because I think once people try it, we've done a. I can't tell you how many blind taste tests we've done to much higher price products mm-hmm. and consistently, I'm not just saying this because they are blind taste tests. Uh, we've come out on top. I love it. So, and so it's okay. a sophisticated product.
1: It's, it's, it's good. We both know it's good. Um, thank you. Thank you for the new bottle. Um, here's my question to you though. All right. So St. Patty's day is Friday. Um, growing up, when did you come here from Ireland? I, I guess I
3: don't On know April the story. On April 16th, next April 16th, it'll be 36 years. I came for a year in 1987 and just, I don't know, a got lost.
1: For what? For why? <laughs> why Minnesota? For <laughs> yeah, work?
3: For work. Okay,
1: who did you come here with?
3: Who did you start with? <laughs> uh, well, I was with a company called Endcore at the time. Uh, and uh, I had worked in the Middle East for an Irish food company in Saudi Arabia in Riyadh. And uh, we had a distribution um arrangement with Caragill, this huge company. Mm-hmm. I never worked for Caragill, uh, but we had a distribution. Minnesota, come, you know, it was April, beautiful spring, oh yeah, beautiful summer. And by the time winter <laughs> you fell arrived in love and you couldn't leave <laughs> by the time winter arrived I had, I don't know, mortgage, kids going to school, yeah <laughs> all of that good stuff. It was
1: stuff. a busy six months. I, I love mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, all right, so the Banshees of
3: in Jiren.
1: Did you like the movie?
3: I absolutely loved it, even though there were no redeeming qualities to it. <laughs> Very it is a disturbing <laughs> movie,
1: don't you agree, Laurie? Right. Uh, yes. And and so did you think that should have um done better than it did at the Academy Awards or well,
3: I think there's you know a lot of competition, tough yeah. competition, and with any of those awards uh don't you really think I mean it's, you're just picking a winner you are, y- you're, you're picking right. a winner and for any segment of the population out there it might have been somebody else might have been a different one what about the great movies that weren't even given the opportunity to be at the awards but uh having listened to some of the interviews on Irish radio of the actors involved in all the different ones uh I thought um, you know they had it this is fantastic we're here it's great it's a party That's it's the way fun. It right. and and we were nominated right uh, I I did think uh, the Irish goodbye, though, was absolutely fabulous. And it was a great scene at the uh, at the Oscars as well, singing them happy birthday. That I, was brilliant.
1: I thought so, too. So explain to everybody what an Irish goodbye is, because a lot of people don't know.
3: <laughs> well, an Irish goodbye, I think, in general, is that you just disappear. <laughs> 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 I used to, years ago, I'd be in the pub with uh, with all of the guys, you know, or have a few drinks, maybe after a football game we played or whatever else it was. And I'd say, oh, I'm going home. And they said, no, no, oh, no, you'll have another one. You'll pressure. have one. You'll have one for the yes. road, blah blah blah, and then I started eventually saying, "Yeah, uh, I'm going dancing."
1: Yeah, and nobody say a
3: thing, and I just go home.
1: Yep, there you go. <laughs> good there Irish you go. goodbye. It's it's very effective yes. because you, there is a lot of pressure when it's time to leave. Oh, don't leave, don't leave, just stay here. Okay, so I just had a couple. All right, so we're talking about the Irish movie. Do you have a favorite Irish randoms today? I'm going to talk all about. You know, there's so many good movies. With about Ireland and with Irish characters, there's so many. Do you have one that just stood out for you that makes you miss home or that you just uh have?
3: You know, going way back, The Quiet Man was actually <laughs> it was filmed about thirty miles from where I grew up, uh, with John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara. But that, that would not necessarily be my favorite uh movie. Uh you know, I think all the Martin McDonough movies I've really enjoyed, but there's been so many good ones there's so over many. the over the years. Uh you know, Neil Jordan's movies, The Crying Game. Oh, That's I just thought it was fabulous. And mm-hmm. It was fantastic. So it was I,
1: I think of all the romantic ones, of course.
3: Oh yeah, Ryan's and, daughter. And, oh, there are no, a lot of the old. It was ones. Ryan's
1: hope that was the soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that, that, that was the different one, so it was I yeah. I know,
1: kid. yeah.
3: Uh, some of the gritty ones uh, you probably wouldn't be as impo- uh, popular here just because the language isn't really understood. Uh, but uh, you know, like the, my left foot. I mean, it was incredible as mm. well. In a, I
1: That was so good, Daniel
3: they, Day Lewis. I mean, what an extraordinary actor he is. As
1: well. Have you ever met like Colin Farrell or Daniel Day Lewis? I haven't, no. Haven't, no, I know, I'm just curious. Every,
3: every movie that, um, what do you call him, uh, is in the... Um, uh, Colin Farrell, I've always really enjoyed him oh, as well. Oh, he's good.
1: Yeah. They did The Funniest Spoof on Saturday Night Live this past week. I don't think you saw it, Laurie, but they had mm. two of the people pretending that they're interviewing the actors and the, huh? this one woman was Jamie Lee Curtis and was so fantastic, you know, like that. Yeah. Oh, we're expressive. And then they had the two guys, Colin Farrell and who's the other guy from Banshees? Uh, and, um, and, um,
3: Brendan.
1: Brendan. Gleason. And, and, Brendan Gleeson.
3: Brendan Gleeson, of and they, course.
1: And they have them come by and they're like, Tinga 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 day two day toot a toot a You know, and the first time you were out with Laurie and I, we said, how do you get into an Irish brogue I think it's 2.30. Do you
3: remember? this? <laughs> turn, turn on the right. <laughs> like, don't you yeah. remember? Now, yes. I don't think that Colin Farrell <laughs> or Brendan Gleason were all that impressed with the Saturday <laughs> Night Live piece because it was very much the stereotyping. I know, but of it was the funny. Irish drinking and fighting. So I, I, <laughs> I,
1: all right. It was just the beginning when they were walking by and right. they, you couldn't understand a word they were saying. And I'm like, I think the Irish accent is one of the sweetest, the yeah. most beautiful accents. It really is. Thank so, you. So talk Kieran for us. We <laughs> yeah. always miss it, and we're so glad you came in today. Yeah. And for people, um, is the schedule, th- so this Redlocks, where you're going to be every day, is this posted somewhere where people can uh, find it?
3: To be quite honest, with you, I'm, I, I'm not really sure, but uh, we're at so many places. I think it's about 80 places this week. You really week, are. You might run into us, but you know... Here's what people should, should also me. know. We'd love them to know. Uh, four weeks ago uh, tomorrow in London, the World Whiskey Awards were on. We actually forgot that we were in them. I love but that. But we <laughs> won gold. You Yay. Did. There's our gold stickers. I'll be oh putting one gosh. on your bottle that I'm leaving that. for you. And we also won the entire category for Irish whiskey under 12 years of age.
1: Isn't? Congratulations! You. Were mm. you so? Pr- well, first of all, I love it that yeah. you didn't know.
3: I I love that. I said I was shocked and I called our distiller at home in Ireland and blender Noel Sweeney, who is really one of the most decorated distillers in Ireland. He's in the World Whiskey Hall of Fame, the only Irish distiller currently operating that is in the World Whiskey Hall of Fame. And he said, well, I'm not surprised, he said. (laughs) 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 So we were... Thrilled with it, it was fabulous, and it was great recognition for Noel and for uh, the team over there in Ireland with the product that they have that they have created.
1: Congratulations to you, and that's Redlocks. Give it a shot. Um, you can follow them on, on Instagram at Redlocks Irish Whiskey. And Karen, always wonderful to see you. I specifically remember our Dublin COVID. Um, St. Paddy's Day that we yeah. had at the Dubliner. That was very fun. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your support and, and good luck to you and happy St. Paddy's Day. And I'm going to
3: be signing a bottle for you and your husband because you it. met on St. Patrick's we Day did. last year. We did. Jim. Or Jeff. Or Jeff. Call Let's go with heaven. Jeff.
1: We're going- Jeff. Jim,
3: you missed your chance. <laughs> Jeff is in. He's number one.
1: I love it. I love it. We like him. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you so much. We're going to be right back. And Lori, oh, we lost a yes. good one, didn't we? One of our favorite oh res- uh, favorite song. We're going to hear his life story when we come back to Lori and Julian. My talk. Hey everybody, it's uh, Lori and Julia here for
0: El Barito Mercado, our place that we love to go for everything authentic Mexican. Um, they are back to, um, you know, the restaurant is reopened, so they've got happy hour from 3 to 6, Tuesday through Saturdays. $5 food and drinks, Taco Tuesdays is on Tuesday. They're one of the few places that serve um, Mexican uh, breakfast, just delicious. We have over rancheros, burritos, chiquiles all day. Of course, there's the deli and bakery, grab-and-go snacks. So guacamole, over a dozen salsas, ceviche, flan, all kinds of desserts. They've got the deli heat-and-eat meals like tamales. And they also have a really uh, wonderful... uh, meat markets—you so can get the season meats ready to ready to cook or grill—and um, it's women-owned. It's been in business since 1979. El Burrito Mercado.
1: Lori, pick your prizes next week. Big darn deal. Big deal. Big deal. Big deal. And later today during the show, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Billy Porter at the State Theater. And he was on What's My Jam last night. Has anyone yeah. heard of that show? No. Okay, it was super fun, and it's um, Jimmy Fallon's new show, and it's kind of a combination about name that tune, do something else, Mm -hmm. do something else, and do something else. So it was Sarah Hyland and the guy from Glee that um, we had the late-night encounter with, Darren Darren Chris, and Mm -hmm. they were against Patti LaBelle and Billy Porter. Billy Porter and Patti LaBelle creamed them, but it was Mm -hmm. kind of a fun show, and that Billy Porter can sing. So we're going to have lucky winners. We're going to do that in the 5 o'clock hour today. Okay, so you need to share a notable little bit with us. Okay, okay. so Bobby Caldwell, only
0: 71 years old, uh, passed away. Um, I don't know if it was yesterday or today. And you think, well, who's Bobby Caldwell and this was his probably his biggest hit in 1978, What You Won't Do for Love. So, if we can hear that song. So good. So, a lot of people thought Bobby Caldwell was a black guy, you know. And, um, totally, he, he, he grew up in Miami and his mother sold real estate. And one of her clients was Bob Marley. Oh, and Bobby Caldwell and Marley became friends. And because he lived in Miami, he heard a lot of Haitian, Latin, reggae, R&B. He grew up listening to what his mom listened to, Frank Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald. And when he was 12, he started playing the piano and the guitar. And at 17, he worked with his band in Vegas, then moved to L.A. And his first career break was a rhythm guitarist for Little Richard in the early 70s. Oh, wow. And eventually he and his band went solo but by 77 he'd spent 6 years in LA playing in different bar bands trying to get a record deal and he eventually signed with TK Records in Miami and 1978 and after his songs for his first album were recorded the exec said they enjoyed the album but it was lacking a hit and he returned to the studio for 2 days and wrote what you don't what you won't do for love and TK Albums was a R&B label popular among um, black listeners, and executives wanted to conceal the fact that Bobby was white, so they oh, kept really? his face off the album cover. And when he toured with Natalie Cole to support the album, most of the audiences were black, and people were just surprised that he was white. And it reached uh, the, the top 10. It's been covered, remained, and sampled uh, many times. He remade it in 19... 19- 98, but a lot of his songs, like, um, uh, a lot of his songs have been sampled by a lot of hip hop artists, uh, you know, Notorious B.I.G., uh, Tupac, a lot of different people, Boz Skaggs, uh, liked him to write for him. And so he did a lot of, um, uh, writing, but that was his big hit, What You Won't Do for Love, and covered by many, many people and sampled a lot of his songs and in movie soundtracks he also did uh, writing for that and so how old was uh, he 71 boy young
1: that's young yeah that's young but i i um that's a good song
0: yeah and he's very popular in japan where he was nicknamed mr aor which of course adult oriented rock for those of us that know our rocks music it's called, or Adult Contemporary is what I guess it's called here in the U.S. AC. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so he's very, you know, he's real popular, his music. So, anyway, that was just kind of a surprise that, uh, he had passed away. And, um, well, I'm he, yeah, he's just a kind of a cool, cool guy, had a cool story. And I don't know if anyone ever did a book on him, but he has a, um, you know, pretty amazing, um, singer songwriter who just was really great at what he did
1: i like that laurie yeah i I was
0: laughing when you were asking kieran about the irish goodbye (laughs) hello you and i are so good i I, I know one
1: totally but jeff didn't know what it was and so i thought i wondered if other people didn't know what it was oh
0: yeah i always call it
1: the irish exit yeah, some people call it the ghost goodbye. Yeah. yeah.
0: I practice the Irish goodbye. All the time. Quite a bit at my reunions. <laughs> oh yes. yes. You do. No. I have to go to the bathroom quite a bit.
1: <laughs> oh, no, don't you remember when he was first on and we were just like, Oh, Karen, He's so handsome. He is so handsome. And then yeah. and then he told us because you were doing we were you were back before anything with Britney. You were reading Britney's letters to her fans. And the way Lori would get into the Britney cadence and the Southern accent, mm-hmm. Lori, was how? Uh, I've got
0: a photo do Because Olivia de Havilland said that's what she and um, Vivian Lay with their vocal coach, that was the phrase they had to say over and over to get in their Southern accent. For, I've
1: got a faux do For Gone with the Wind. And so <laughs> yes. that was just kind of funny. And so I just remember, I think it's too dirty. I mean, we too just dirty. totally, we totally... <laughs> You <laughs> made him speak speak Irish to us. There's a lot going on here. Um, the parade starts in St. Paul on Friday at Race Park at noon. I'll be we're there. Supposed, Grant is going with his dogs in mm-hmm. and a, and a wagon. Yes. Uh, it's the last year maybe for one of your dogs, Beau. Yeah, who's,
2: definitely is last year. Yeah. So we're bringing the old wagon and Hitch out to bring him along and tag along for the last ride. So And
1: do you walk in the parade then, yeah. Grant? Yeah, we
2: always, there's a huge group of us mm-hmm. Irish wolfhounds. Uh-huh. There's about, you know, 30, 40 of them that'll all get together and every year we do the same same walk together so yeah it'll be a
1: lot of fun it's it's gonna be busy and then i don't know what time fancy i gotta tell you fancy
0: ray mccloney is the celebrity grand marshal the best looking man in comedy and he's coming
1: on our show soon when you come back there we go well i i think we want to have
0: him let me see his show we want to have him maybe next week oh next show week. all right well already he's gonna be on next week
2: there we go TV
0: yeah D. but he is going to be the celebrity grand marshal. so grant be sure if you get a chance say hi to a fancy Ray. all right we'll be right back it's laurie and julia